I have a word that I want to deliver to you today, and uh, I've decided to entitle it Time, Heat, and Pressure. I had said in our, the phone call that I sent out earlier that I got a, uh, a, a strong message for you today, and I didn't mean strong as in it's going to be a hard one. I believe that this is going to lift you up. And it's going to inflate your, your soul with the Spirit of God, uh, with uh, a crazy message title like Time, Heat, and Pressure. Bow your heads with me for a moment, and let's pray for the anointing over God's Word. Father, I give you praise and honor today, and I thank you for giving me the great honor and, and privilege to stand behind the holy desk and to deliver the holy Word of God. I pray, Lord, that you would open our ears to hear everything that you would have to say to us, that you would open our minds supernaturally to be able to understand and comprehend everything that is being spoken today. But, Lord, by your great Holy Spirit, that you would open up our hearts to receive absolutely everything that you have in store for us in this message, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus that you be honored by the words. Let them be your words and not mine, your thoughts and not mine. Father, I promise you this, that I will give you all of the honor and the glory for every single thing that happens. I thank you that you've said in your word that your word does not go out vain or useless it, or void. It goes out and it accomplishes that which you have purposed it to do. So thank you, Father, that your word is anointed Anoint us to be able to hear it, understand it, and receive it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Time, heat, and pressure. I think that many times we have a tendency to look at ourselves and see little to nothing good. Um, or maybe periodically we like ourselves a little bit, but there's not many people that look in the mirror every morning and go, man, do I like what I see. Uh, some do, some don't. I got one brother in the back going, lift the roof, I like what I see, I like what I see. Uh, I think that's what he's trying to imply anyway. But you know what, for, honestly, for the most part, we're pretty critical of ourselves. We often have a negative, critical point of view rather than seeing ourselves as Papa God sees us, rather than seeing ourselves as Father sees us. Now, granted, we all got stuff that, that needs fixing in our life, and that's true. My wife often says that we're all here in various stages of disrepair. I heard her say that one time in a message years ago, and it has stuck with me because it is so true. Not a one of you that are connecting with me today or later in the week through this, this media can say you've found perfection. We all, we all got our stuff, right? And unfortunately, we tend to focus too much on that. And you might say, well, I can't do anything special. I mean, look at you. Uh, I'm not very smart. Gee, that person is super smart. Or I'm not very good looking or or as far as I know, I've always been a disappointment to every single other person around me. And the list goes on and on and on. And I understand that. And in fact, the Bible does teach us that, that no one is innately good. We find that in Luke 18, 19, where it says, no one is good but one. And that is God. And I think, yeah, maybe compared to God, 
We aren't very good, but uh, God created us in his image. You've got to consider that. You have to remember that. We are created in his likeness. We, we, we start out, if you will, as a lump of coal. I don't know if you've ever been around coal, but it's dirty, it's dusty, it just seems to be a, a, a useless piece of rock unless lit on fire. So we start out as a lump of coal, but you need to know that we're not intended God has no intent for us to stay that way our entire lives. There may be many of you that you've been a believer for years and years and years, and you still feel like an old rock, a useless stone, a a dirty lump of coal. But you need to know that we are created to change. This Christian life is created to transform us from a lump of coal to something even greater. We're created to become more like Christ every day of our life. We're not supposed to stay the old way. We're supposed to become new because something new has happened on the inside of us. So you may see yourself as worthless and unwanted. You may see yourself metaphorically as a dirty piece of coal. But I want to declare to you today, I I want to declare to you and speak over you today that you are destined to become more. You're destined to become a diamond. That's, see, a, a diamond didn't start that way. A diamond starts as a dirty old lump of coal, an old stone, but it becomes something fantastic. And so you may feel like a lump of coal today, but remember that diamonds come from coal. And I just want to say to you, you and I, all of us together, we're simply diamonds in the rough. But we're going to have to go through some time, some heat, and some pressure to get to where God wants us to be. Three things have to happen to turn a useless, worthless piece of coal into a precious, priceless diamond. I want to talk to you about those three things for just a little bit. In order for a lump of coal to turn into a a diamond, and you're not going to like this, but it takes time. Uh, And not just a little time. (laughs) It takes a long time. A a really long time. A long, 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 long time for a piece of coal to turn into a diamond. Galatians chapter 6 verse 9 says, Let us not grow weary in doing what is right, for we will reap at harvest time if we do not give up. One of my favorite passages of Scripture. We can't give up. We're going to have to go through difficult times. But if you'll make it through your difficult times, God will make something greater of you than you and of me than I currently am right now. We all have the same amount of time to deal with every, every week. There's There's 168 168 hours in every week, 24 hours a day. No one gets an additional hour per day or an additional few hours of the week. At the end of the week, we all have 168 hours. We get the same allotment of time. So the question is, what are you doing with that time? What am I doing with that time? A lump of coal cannot turn into a priceless diamond without the element of time. Some of you have been going through some difficult times, and you're wondering, when is that going to end? 
Well, it will end. This too shall pass, praise God. But what are you doing in that time frame? What are you doing through the troubled times? Because maybe, just maybe, God is doing something with you and in you and for you. Now, you just can't grow weary in in those times. You've got to continue to do what is right even in those times because you will reap at the proper time, at harvest time, if you just won't give up, if you don't shrink back. Every day of our life has a lesson in time. Every single day has a lesson. I was just sharing with uh, good friend Michael just a little bit earlier ago, you know, Diane and I are, um, we're getting ready to move over to what was Mom's Lake House in Stanton. No, we're not leaving, and no, we're not retiring. A lot of people, where are you? You're moving? You're going to the Lake House? What are you? No, no, no. We're just uh, taking advantage of a new chapter in our life. And so, but anyway, so we've been doing some work over there. And there's a section of the, the house that uh, Diane's dad uh, added on, and he made this big cathedral ceiling, and it's all got um, a cedar uh, uh, tongue and groove cedar on it, and it was all cut from uh, up in Stonington on some of their property. And uh, so we're taking a, just a small section of that out, not in the great room, but in another little area to kind of just extend it. And so I'm working hard to pull off the cedar shakes, and I'm trying to save as much as I can, not shakes, but the cedar planks, and uh, not to have it all bro- broken apart. And and, and usually when you're doing uh, work like that, you get to see some immediate results. And so I'm pulling off of these cedar planks and only to find that behind the cedar planks are pine planks, knotty pine, pine, knotty pine planks, stained even darker. And so the room had more wood and got darker. I felt like I got nowhere, and it was a moment in time that I could have reacted very negatively Uh, I could have gotten very bummed out about it, but you have to take a look at every single moment, every 168 hours in a week, 24 hours in a day, 60 minutes in an hour, and you have an opportunity to do something with each of those moments to become stronger, to become better. So even a simple thing like I just shared with you can be a test that can make you become stronger. No matter what though, and most of us don't like this, but time marches on. Uh, regardless of what decisions that we make in life, whether they be good ones, whether they be bad ones, the clock just seems to keep going round and round and round. Time marches on. Uh, my point in this part of the message is what are you doing with the time that you have? Are you just sitting in the molly grubs thinking bad about yourself or are you calling upon Christ? to help you understand more about who you are in him, to become stronger, to become better, to become more vital, to get more peace in your life, to be able to love better. But we, don't, we want it to happen like, boom, let's make it happen right now, Jesus, because we live in a fast food microwave society where everything's high speed. Uh, I was watching a show... <laughs> The other day, and uh, the gal turned on the internet, and there was that old modem sound. You remember the old modem sound? I can't even pretend to, to, to do it, but I remember the old modem sound. And you waited, and you waited, and you waited, and you waited, only to finally have it load just to have 
it wait to load more, and it was just constantly that way. We all had computers and laptops that wouldn't go fast, and we sat around and complained that it took three minutes. Now, if it slows down for three seconds, we wonder what's wrong. We all know that adage that good things come to those that wait. If we're going to be people of God that are ready for the battles of life, and there are plenty, there are plenty. If we're going to be people of God that are ready for the warfare of everyday living, because <laughs> there's warfare in everyday living, then we got to be able to stand the test of time. we got to be able to make it through time and not be impatient with the things that we're going through. Because, yeah, we all got to go through the wilderness to get to our promised moment, our promised land, what God is planning for you. You may have some difficult journey to get there. we got to be able to stand the test of time. You cannot become a diamond if, you're, if you don't value the time. Every day matters. In fact, the psalmist wrote in chapter 90, verse 12, teach us to number our days. And maybe that's a prayer we ought to say, Lord, teach me to count every moment as good, even the bad ones. Teach me to count every day as good, even the bad ones. Help me to look at every day, Lord. Give me the anointing to look at every day, every hard moment, every difficult day as a day that you've given me to do something special in me and potentially through me. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. So time. You can't change an old lump of coal into a diamond without time. And you need to know long time, long time. Well, let's talk about the next one. Uh, and you're not going to like this one as much. Uh, in order for a lump of coal to transform into a diamond, it does take a long, long, did I say long? Long time. But it also takes lots and lots, let me remind you, lots of heat. Over 2,000 degrees of heat for a long long, long time for that lump of coal to become a diamond. A piece of coal has to be down in the earth for a long time, and it has to be exposed to a lot of heat. It'll never become, that lump of coal will never become a diamond without lots of time and lots of heat. Hello? There's a lesson here. You and I will never transform into things that God wants us to be in many cases if we can't endure the time and we can't stand the heat in the kitchen. We got to be able to take it. We got to be able to, you see, the fiery heat can produce great things in you, <coughs> excuse me, if you'll let it. Did you hear me? If you'll let it. It will produce great things in you. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12 says, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal among you which comes to you for your testing. Excuse me a moment. <coughs> or how about 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 6 or 7? In this you greatly rejoice. Though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. 
you never know when the kitchen's going to get real hot. And you've got to be able to stand the heat. See, true disciples of Jesus Christ actually welcome the fire. I didn't say invite it. <laughs> you, 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 you'd, you'd be a, a knucklehead to be running around going, bring the fire, Lord. I need to be tested. Make it hard on me because I know you want to make me better. No, you'd be a dunderhead for praying for that. But when it comes, thank God that he's doing something in your life. And go ahead and, and welcome it, Lord. I know that you're doing something in me and, you, and you're trying to take me from one place to another. And so, Lord God, I just thank you. In the, I don't thank you for the trial, but I rejoice in the trial for what you're about to bring me through. That's what we need to do. We have to recognize that God is doing something good in that fiery moment, in that trial. We have to recognize that God is in the process of transforming this old lump of coal into a brilliant diamond. Praise God. A piece of coal will never become a diamond without time. Lots and lots of time. It will never become a diamond without super hot heat. Lots of it. God is producing something good in you. If you're out there today and you're watching this video whatever time, either today or later in the week, and you're going through a difficult time, why don't you consider instead of mumbling and, and, and grumbling and, and complaining and, and whining and moaning, why don't you consider rejoicing and praising Christ because he's doing a work in you, because you're about to come out of the other side of this better than when you came in. But you have to stand the test of time, and you got to stand the heat in the kitchen, if you will. He's transforming you. Now, here's another one that's very interesting. It's the third one. Of course, first one's time. I know, lots and lots of time. And the second one's heat. Yeah, yeah, we're talking serious, serious heat. But here's where the rubber meets the road. Pressure. In order for a piece of coal to become a diamond, it has to endure a lot of time, a lot of heat, and a lot of pressure. I know there's plenty of you out there. There's just a few, a handful of us in this room right now, and I'll guarantee you there's a couple, three of us. We're dealing with a lot of pressure. And it seems like it's been a long time. <laughs> and it feels hot in the kitchen. All of us have to deal with the delay of time. All of us have to withstand the trial by fire, and all of us have to experience the feeling of being under great pressure, whatever that pressure may be. Now, I'm, gonna get, I'm not a scientist, so I'm about to get scientific. <laughs> that tells you how far that'll go. I'm not a geologist, but I'm going to try to get geological. Is it, I don't even know if that's the right word. So here, here, check this out. I think I can do it in such a way that even I can understand it. It takes 4.5 to 6 gigapascals at approximately 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit to create a diamond. Okay, let me break it down. A pascal is a unit for measuring stress, internal pressure and stress. A pascal is a unit of measure to measure internal pressure and stress. I just said it takes 
0.5 to 6 gigapascals to create a diamond. One gigapascal is equivalent to one million pascals. Okay, so it takes 4.5 to 6 gigapascals of pressure to create a diamond at 2,000 degrees heat for a long, long time. And one gigapascal is equivalent to one million pascals. I can't even wrap my head around the math here, but I can say it's safe to say that a lump of coal is undergoing a lot of internal pressure for a long time with great heat. Think about that for a minute. Some of us today, we are under stress, great stress, maybe great pressure. Maybe I'm speaking directly to you right now because you're going through a difficult, stressful, pressure-filled time, and it feels like a great burden, like a great weight that's pushing against you and pressing against you. It hurts. It's unpleasant, and sometimes we despair in the middle of it. Sometimes we cry in the middle of it. Sometimes we get angry in the middle of it, and it's the situation causing the pressure, and there's probably even times when we feel like we just can't stand another minute of it, and we're just going to throw in the towel on it. But take heart, beloved. Take heart, my friends. Take heart, all you diamonds in the rough. You are under pressure because God is taking a lump of coal and he's turning you into a diamond. I can't even wrap my brain around what six million pascals of pressure feels like. That's a lot. It's a whole lot more than you or I are feeling right now in our life, but it's relatable together. So it takes a lot of time, serious hot heat, and some mega giggle, mega giggle, giggle mega, giga mega, pascal. See, it's so weird, I can't even say it right. At least you say a whole lot, a whole bunch of serious, sometimes debilitating, pressure. we got to recognize something. God is doing something in us in that moment. That's what it means to rejoice in the midst of fiery trials, to not think it a strange thing that they come, but to rejoice. In fact, I think the scripture that I read to you a few minutes ago said, greatly rejoice. That's not easy. It's not humanly easy. That's why we need the help of the Holy Spirit we got to continue to run to Papa God. we got to continue to, to fall upon Him and, 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 and seek His grace and His strength and, and His ability to withstand the time, withstand the heat, and withstand the pressure. We can't do it on our own strength. Our own strength gives out. So in closing this morning, when you put all these three elements together, time, heat, and pressure, something great happens. The great basic element of life, carbon, the piece of coal that might be tossed aside as useless, dirty, worthless, becomes priceless, becomes precious, becomes incredible. That lump of dirty coal that could be easily tossed aside as nothing becomes something. <laughs> Praise God. You, old lump of coal that you are, you are not worthless. You are, God is not interested in tossing you aside. 
He's interested in making you something beautiful, something great, something priceless, because that's what you are to him. That's how he sees you. You and I got to just make it through those wilderness moments, those hard moments, those time-testing moments, those fire-testing moments, those pressure-testing moments. I mean, I'm working through it myself, y'all. Diane and I are kind of living between two houses right now. We're selling the house in Breckenridge and going through the inspections and this and that and trying to keep everything clean and, and going to the uh, lake house, you know, with a load of stuff and cl- working over there and coming back de- dead dog tired and work. I, listen, it, it becomes heavy. We all go through it. I am not preaching a message to you because I just went, hmm, let's flip a coin. What can I preach today? I'm preaching a message to you because I, too, am living it. And I recognize that if I get through this season rightly, that God will make something greater out of me than I am today. And I look forward to that. I don't look forward to the heat. I don't look forward to the time. And I don't look forward to the pressure. But in the midst of those three things, I'm going to rejoice in my Father God because he's doing something good in me. Don't grow weary. Don't get tired of doing the right thing. You will reap at the right time if you just don't give up, if you don't shrink back, if you don't shrivel up. You will reap at the right time a mighty, mighty blessing. So in order for you to become, for me to become the person, the disciple that I'm intended to be, that you're intended to be, you're going to have to go through some stuff. You can't go into stuff and park there. Beloved, I love you so much, and you need to understand that it is important that I bring this message to you today. You can't park in your stuff. you got to go through your stuff. You can't park in the time the heat and the fire and the pressure, you have to go through it, no matter how long that it may may take. We're all going to have to stand the test of time. No one's immune to it. We're all going to have to be able to take the heat. No one gets a freebie on that. We're all going to have to be able to stand up under the pressure. And we can have those moments where, you know, we don't have to pretend to be strong all the time. Of course, I don't publicly stand before everybody and display my weaknesses, but I can do that with my bride. It was just, I was so tired, my back was hurting, I mean, I was sore everywhere. Everything about my body was hurting and sore and tired and weary, and I just went over and gave my wife a hug, and I said, I'm really down this evening. And as I said it, I began to cry. And she just embraced me and loved me. So we have to have those moments of reality where you have somebody close that you can trust, where you can say, I'm, man, I, it's, I am a mess right now. But then you've got to get up. I had to get up off of my knees that night, and I had to walk forward in the grace and the presence of God because the Lord blesses me, and he keeps me, and he strengthens me, and he makes his face shine upon me, and his countenance goes before me so I can make it through the tough times and become what God is intending to me to be, and you can do the same. I know you can. If I can, I know you can. Billy Graham once said that mountaintops are for views and inspiration, 
but fruit is grown in the valleys. Are you hearing me, beloved? Mountaintops are for views and inspiration, but it's in the valleys that fruit comes. So let's rejoice greatly in the time of trial. Today, there are metaphorically many lumps of clay that are, or excuse me, lumps of uh, coal that are watching this video. There's a small half a dozen lumps of coal in the room right now. You got a big old lump of coal standing before you right now. But I'm here to declare and to speak over you and to proclaim over you and to proclaim over myself that by the power of the Holy Spirit that you recognize, that I recognize that in the eyes of God we are already diamonds. He's creating something good, something beautiful in each and every one of us. If you can believe that and receive it this morning, would you give the Lord a praise? Come on. Amen. I'm praising him because I can tell you, I needed this message today. All of us. I don't care what level you may think yourself in the, in the, the Christianity thing. You know, we're all equal in that. But you may look at me standing up here as your pastor and go, oh, he's got it all together. And he knows a thousand scriptures. And he actually knows where they're at. And boy, he can pray pretty. And he can sing pretty too. And he knows how to swing a hammer and play ping pong. What's up with that? I'm still just a dude. I go through my stuff. I come home sore. I come home down sometimes. But I try to not find myself in the mully grubs, grumbling and moaning and complaining. I got I to gotta run to Papa God. I got to say, Daddy, it's hot in this kitchen. And he's probably going to say, I know, son. Just hang on. I'm, I'm, about, to, I'm about to be real cool with you. Daddy, the pressure is just, it feels like it's just a little too much. I know, son, it's okay. You just hang, hang in there because it, it, this, the pressure is going to come off and you just wait. You're going to dig it. You're going to dig it big. I know, I have a different, I, I, my God is really cool. He does things, says things like dig it and whatever. Praise God. By the power of the Holy Spirit that in the eyes of God, I'm a diamond and you are a diamond, even if you or I feel like an old, useless lump of coal. Father, I pray this morning for every single person that is going under extreme, that is currently under extreme pressure or is currently going through terrible trials. And I know, Lord, that I'm speaking to so many today. You are speaking to so many through my voice today that are feeling the heat and they're wondering, when is my harvest coming? Because it's been a long time. And I'm asking, Lord, that by your great Holy Spirit that you give them the strength to keep walking, to keep praising, to keep pressing forward. I pray, Lord God, that you even, maybe if you need to, shake them up just a little bit. Shake me up a little bit so that the words of my mouth and the fruit of my lips is praise and not grumbling and not complaining. But worship to you because I have to recognize that you're doing a good thing in me. And so I pray, Father, that 
you would give everyone a sense of strength. Just give them a breath right now. One more breath to make it through so that they can become the diamond that you've created them to be. Praise God. If you're watching today for the very first time and you've never accepted Christ into your life, I want to give you an opportunity to, to be saved, to be born again, to become a brand new person. You might say, well, I like myself the way I am. And I think that's cool. Okay, good for you. That's pretty awesome. Guess what? God's still got another plan for you, a better plan. He's going to take you from, from one place to the next if you'll let him. It'll be the greatest joy of your life to give your heart to Christ and to live for him. Some people say, well, Christianity is boring. I can tell you that my many decades now of being a Christian have been the most exciting times of my life. Is it always easy? Any preacher that would say that becoming a Christian, being a Christian is the easiest thing in the world to do would be lying to you because it takes effort. But so thankful that when you become a Christian, you become a son or a daughter of Heavenly Father himself, and he strengthens you and he helps you and he, he helps you move one foot in front of the other when you can't do it on your own. That's pretty cool. So I want to give you an invitation to receive Jesus into your heart. I'm going to pray with you right now. And if you're saying this prayer with me for the very first time and you're accepting Christ into your heart, I hope that you'll, uh, you'll send us a message through the, the YouTube or send us a message through our email or call our prayer hotline and say, I just accepted Christ this morning. Another part of that is, is many of you that are, well, I don't want to say, let me take that back, maybe some not many of you, maybe some, that the trial of the test, the pressure's been so heavy that you've been about ready to throw in the towel. And maybe some of you have even thrown in the towel. And you're saying, I can't, I have found out that I can't do this without God. And you want to come back to him. You want to give your heart back to him. You want to, if you will, set things right. I can tell you that in his eyes, it's already set right. So I'm going to encourage you as well in this prayer to say it with me. And may it be either your first time salvation or recommitment to the Lord. So let's say this prayer together. Heavenly Father, I receive you today. I run to you. I need you. I've thought for a long time that I could do this on my own, but I realize now that I can't. And I realize now that you actually do love me and that you gave your son Jesus to die for me on a cross. And so I receive him today. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for forgiving me of my sins. Thank you for helping me start anew. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise God. I have been so blessed by today. I hope you have been blessed as well. I pray that the Lord bless you and that he keep you.
and that he go with you and that he strengthen you and his, his face and his countenance shine upon you and go before you and you experience the wonderful grace and love of God in your life. As you experience it, go out and share it with others. I encourage you to call us uh, and let us know if you uh, want to be a part of the June 5th uh, uh, Day in the Park Supporting Love, Inc. We appreciate you connecting to that, and I know it'll be a wonderful and rewarding time. I call you blessed today in the name of Jesus. Have a great week.